Street Epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about Street Epistemology at streetepistemology.com. My name is Raul. It's me, I'm Katie. Katie. Katie? Mm. Okay. Navy? Uh, yeah, well, I'm from Annapolis, so... Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah very... Did, do you have family who uh, graduated from Annapolis? Um, my sister actually went here, UND. Okay. She graduated about eight years ago. Okay. Yeah. So you have a lot, you're very familiar with the Navy culture then, mm -hmm. if you grew up in Annapolis. Yeah. It's a, it's a really, uh, like, nice town. Mm -hmm. I have a friend who lives there and I visited it recently. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. So um, I'm out here interviewing people about epistemology, mm -hmm. which deals with what people know and how they know it. Okay. And so I like to ask people to identify some belief they have mm -hmm. and ask you questions related to how you got there, like okay. how you arrived at that belief, with the focus being on the reliability of, of whatever method you used. And so some examples of things I've talked to people about, it's just some deeply held belief. It could be anything. For some people, that's a god. For some people, it's a religion. For some people, it's politics. For some people, it's some paranormal slash supernatural. Just something that you're fairly convinced of okay. and that's kind of foundational for you. Okay. Um, I would say one of my beliefs is I'm very like invested in my religion. Um, I, am, I do come from the Christian faith. And I would say that that was brought up to me from my family. Um, mm -hmm. Most importantly, my mother. She got me into church at a very young age. So I guess I kind of just um, grew up with that and it just stuck with me. Um, and also it just has like helped me through times that have been harder and um, that's also kind of helped me to, you know, continue, I guess, the belief in, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so I hear you saying family, mm -hmm. upbringing, you mentioned your mother. Mm -hmm. Um, it helped you through hard times. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I get a good sense of why you believe it. Yeah. Can you get into how you know it's true? What method you might use to establish the truthfulness of, of your belief? Sure. Um, there's just like a comfort that comes with like after like praying and um, attending mass. I just feel like so much more peaceful and like reassured, I guess you could say. Um, and also my mom has told me some things of just how she believes and like what has made her believe in certain times in her life where like it really couldn't have happened without God and um, things like that. Okay. So I'm hearing two things here. Number one, it's the comfort that you receive when you pray, when you go to mass. And then it's some experiences that your mom shared with you about, um, I guess, how religion has helped her. Yeah. Okay. Which one of those would you give priority? Which one of those would you would you lend the most weight to as establishing the truthfulness of, of your belief? Probably my own experiences with okay. comfort. So maybe we can focus there. So what is it about receiving comfort from praying and from going to Mass? What, what is it about that that establishes the truthfulness of, of your belief? Um, I feel like with going to Mass, it's just the large foundation of it and like how so many people are there and involved and um, it kind of just makes it feel, I don't know the word, just 
more truthful, I guess. Like, so many other people are in the same kind of boat. They all feel the same kind of way, mm -hmm. that it's a comfort for them. And um, a lot of people will say that they've actually experienced it, like, firsthand, or they, like, hear, hear it, like, God speak back to them. But um, I personally have not heard that. But mm -hmm. it's just... Okay. I believe that. Okay. Yeah. So, is it possible for you to have this experience of, um, I know you, you, you struggle to find a word for it, but however you want to describe it, like this experience when you go to church and you, you feel this connection with other people, is it possible for you to have that very experience and yet this belief not be true? Yeah, that is possible. I do believe that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, it's obviously a hard concept because you invest a lot of your like time and your life into it, but... I am also open to the fact that it may not be true. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if we might even meet other people from other religions who have a similar experience. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I can imagine somebody describing going to a mosque, maybe if they grew up Muslim or, mm -hmm. you know, a Buddhist temple or whatever, yeah. saying, giving something similar is the reason why their, their beliefs are true. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm very open-minded to that. Um, and I think religion is kind of interconnected. There's a lot of um the same concepts within each religion so okay I, I definitely am open to all those how would we determine which one is true if we have like two people each appealing to this sort of experience mm -hmm. is there a way to determine which one yeah i've honestly thought about that a lot um and i think it's caused a lot of controversy um you know i think it just comes down to that's really tough. <laughs> I don't really, I think there's just something, there's someone up there like looking down on us and um, I know every religion has a different interpretation, um, but it doesn't mean that they're not true, so mm -hmm. yeah. Um, are you, would you say that you personally are concerned with your beliefs matching with reality? Let me, let me ask it this way. If, if in the event that you were wrong, mm -hmm. is that something that you would want to know? Um, yes, I would. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like it would be better to know that. Mm -hmm. And maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I would want to know though. Okay. Yeah. How would you know? Let's, let's say in the event that you, you hypothetically were wrong, how, mm -hmm. like, how would you find out? Um, that's a good question. Because <laughs> I know, I mean, the Bible is one of the main things that kind of establishes the religion and the truth behind it. But if that were, like, proved wrong, um, I guess one way it could be proved wrong is that, some, like, someone proved that um, someone wrote it and, for, and just, like, lied and all that mm -hmm. made everything up. Yeah. If you came to that conclusion for whatever reason, if you became convinced that the Bible was was made up, mm -hmm. what would that do for you? Um, I mean, I, it would probably be re really upsetting, um, but I wouldn't let that set me back. I would, uh, I guess, try different avenues for seeking comfort and, um, yeah, I don't know. That's really, that's a hard <laughs> question. <laughs> do you, but, yeah. do do you think it's possible for you to have those similar experiences, even if 
it's ended up you were mistaken about your belief? Yeah, I, I think I could still like find peace in other things like meditating or doing yoga or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, it wouldn't be on the same level, but it would still, I guess, have a similar effect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks a lot, Katie. Right, no problem. I appreciate it. it nice All right. You. Take it easy. I hope that helps. <laughs> Street epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.